Hello everyone, welcome to Tea Time Reports. This is Trevor here. I'm doing a nice little solo review on the entire series um, of Star Wars The Clone Wars. This is a TV show or an animated TV show that was on from 2008 to 2020 um, with seven seasons in its entirety. Um, the premiere date was October 3rd, 2008. Um, Executive producers are George Lucas and Catherine uh, Winder. Um, this show is amazing. Like it's it's actually just overall, in my opinion, as a Star Wars fan, um, it's genuinely a masterpiece. Um, shout out to Matt Lanter played uh, the voice of Anakin Skywalker. Uh, James Arnold Taylor played the voice of Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, Matthew Wood, who played the voice of all the battle droids, and D. Bradley Baker, uh, clone Captain Rex, or if not, all the clone voices. Um, but no, let me just break it down, season by season, you know, a little bit by a little bit here. Um, the first season kind of opens up in a badass way. We get to see Yoda and a small group of clones with him, and it kicks off rather interestingly. Um, the first season is really fun, animation is a little lackluster, but the story's still there. I mean, the rich history of Star Wars is still there, and they utilize it and bring it to life in great ways. I mean, we finally get to see Plo Koon, we get to see more and more of these clone troopers that we had no idea who they were until episode 2, and, I mean, it, it grows with you, uh, especially over time. Um, the first season was so fun, um... A lot of really good arcs in it. 22 episodes. 22 episodes in season 2 as well where things pick up in seriousness. Um, but in my personal opinion, it may be rough to get through those first two seasons. They have aged a little bit, but season 3 will put you right on your ass and make you watch the rest of the show. I mean, there's uh, season 3 is when the animation not only gets better... But I feel like the voice acting gets better. But I also feel like the actual grand scheme of things, we get to see some of the larger scale battles um, in Star Wars history. And we also get to see you know, more, more in-depth discussions and in-depth episode and story arcs on some of these clones. I mean, I'd like to shout out Captain Keeley. I'd like to shout out Commander Thorne, Commander Doom, um, Commander Cody. Um, Jesse, I mean, there's so many great heavy, the Domino Squad. I mean, throughout the first three seasons, you will grow emotionally attached to some of these clone troopers. Um, and I will say this, in season one, you pay attention to Domino Squad. Seriously, please. Give them that respect. They, they went out like fucking G's, and then you get Echo and Fives, who are probably some of the best clone troopers ever. But, um, no, genuinely, the, 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 the first three seasons have a similar, like, visual effect to them. They seem, you know, kind of like that 2000s show. Um, but it works, and it gets better and better and better. Um, but again, in the third season, had 22 episodes as well. Um, the first season came out in 2008, the second one in 2009, and the third one in 2010. Moving forward to the fourth season, had 22 episodes as well in 2011. Um, it, this this was a fun season, um, a lot of the, uh, a lot of more lightsaber battles and stuff like that. We get more grievous. We get more, uh, we get more kind of politics. Um, 
we get Jar Jar a lot, at least in the first half of the season, and this is when things kind of get crazy. We we meet Pong Krell, a Jedi who kind of knew what was going to happen in the galaxy before it actually happened, and that was because he was talking to Lord Sidious, and Anakin actually has to hand over his battalion of 501st clone troopers to him, to Pong Krell, who has the highest casualty count, and uh, Captain Rex has to, you know, kind of maneuver his way to making the right decision. Um, and, and he does, of course. But that arc is probably one of the best in the entire show, um, in season four there. It was just very, very dark. Very, very dark. Um, moving to season five, we, I think this is the first time we get introduced to the Bad Batch, um... And we get some nice, uh, I guess, youngling, like, Jedi youngling of this little arc here from, I think, episode 5 to, like, 10 in this season. So it was cool to see them. One of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars is Hondo. He's a uh, pirate, um, a space pirate, obviously. And he's very anti-hero-like, and I, I really enjoy not only his dialogue, but, like, when he... When him and young Boba have to converse because Boba is trying to hunt down Mace Windu as a child, Hondo has to, you know, calm the guy down because he's about to go die, in a sense. He's about to, you know, he's Plo Koon's on his tail, Ahsoka Tano is on his tail, um, and, and he's uh, uh, crashing out, crashing out to revenge on his father, to revenge his father, um, but Hondo, he kind of pulls him to the side and it's like, what would your what would your father want? You know, what, what's the honorable thing to do? Is it to go kill like a bunch of prisoners, or, or or is it to you know maybe turn yourself in and deal with the problems later on? And you know that's kind of what he did. Um, but Hondo was very important. I mean, he caught Dooku. I mean, there's so many elements to the show that you get to see and get to experience in its entirety. Um, but also enjoying so many of the, the the phenomenal stories from Star Wars, Count Dooku, General Grievous, Emperor Palpatine. All of this stuff is still in here and ties together beautifully. Um, but season five, there is only 20 episodes, and that was made in 2012. Season six, though, this is where, you know, this is where you get serious, you know. Made in 2014 with only 13 episodes, kind of sad, um, but it has, a, you know, all these seasons have great ratings, um, but shout out to Cadet Tup, uh, and, and Fives, uh, these clones, it kicks off with kind of like a, yo, what the fuck is going on, the inhibitor chip and the clones is acting out early, um, and then Fives tries to expose the fact that clone troopers are legitimately slaves, and you know, does what he does what he thought was right, but couldn't really get it done. But we learn about Sipodius. We learn about so many aspects of, you know, the storyline that we didn't get in, um, that we didn't get, particularly in the movies. You know, there just wasn't enough time. But um, I, I guess the more important thing about this show is in the sixth season is when Disney bought it out and uh, they finished it up, they wrapped it up. 
The artwork in that season is amazing. The visuals are amazing. The storyline is awesome. There's so many great things about it. We get to see Maul again. We get to see so many cool things. Meet new villains. Meet new heroes. You know, Savage Press being a brutal killer. To to you know, we get to see Kit Fisto. You know, have his arcs. We get to see Mace Windu have his story arcs, and we get to learn more about their characters. And it builds up the movies, in my opinion, by a million times. Like, this show is the only reason I can watch Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. It really is. And, you know, shout out to Cartoon Network for delivering such a, such a bomb, such a, such a legitimate banger, if you will. Um, really would have liked more seasons, but obviously, you know, Disney bought... Lucas Arts, and it kind of changed the whole tempo where it was going to be going. But on the path that it was on, wow. You know, I mean, you saw the shift from five, season five to season six, but you still, you know, have that question in the back of your mind like, what if George, you know, Lucas Arts was never bought and they were able to finish this show the way that they wanted to? I mean, I'm hearing things that, you know, Maul and Palpatine were about to be in it way more. I mean, we, we were expecting big, big things from this show, you know, to go into season fucking 12. But sadly, Disney bought it, ruined Star Wars, but didn't ruin the show, thank God. Um, and, and, you know, everyone out there knows Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader. The, the One of the best scenes in the entire show is the last scene of the show. Um, Anakin Skywalker during the Clone Wars commanded the 501st. If you don't know what the 501st was, it's a division of troopers that were specially allocated to him. They're blue, they had blue armor, they're the, they're the guys that stormed the Jedi Palace and, and killed tons of Jedi with Anakin Skywalker. Um, loyal to the end... You know, and it, the in the last scene of the show, I guess you can say, or last kind of sequence, um, Ahsoka has to escape the five hundred first Venator, and Ahsoka is Anakin Skywalker's failed apprentice, and she gets out and escapes. You know, long time passes, I'm sure by now. Uh, Vader finds his Venator. Finds the remnants of his 501st, I guess, group. Finds Jesse's helmet in the, in the snow. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm thinking about it and I'm about to cry. I mean, it was, it was powerful, man. Because you just saw Anakin love these guys, bro. Like, he loved his troops. Loved Ahsoka. And then, what he became was... Something horrific. Something out of a, you know, obviously out of Star Wars, but his path was rough and he never really had a, a light at the end of the tunnel other than Obi. And the tunnel shut fast, uh, you know, after he choked out Padme. But I just think that if you are a Star Wars fan, if you're into Star Wars just even a little bit, throw this show on. It'll be one of your most most appreciated watches of all time, if not your favorite. I and that's steep 
to say, but is it? I mean, the great thing about Star Wars is that it's for everybody. Everyone can enjoy it. Everyone can love it. And that's why I love this show. I really do. Um, before the, I guess, second season came out, they dropped a movie. This movie came out in 08. It's called Star Wars The Clone Wars. It's literally just a movie. Um, again, made in 08. Uh, distributor, Warner Brothers. And it only made a little over half a million bucks in the U.S., but it wasn't like a Nash. I don't think it was a massive release or anything. Um, this was just a really cool movie that built up the story in the show as well. Um, it's only an hour and a half, but some movie info on, on this little, um, I guess, filler movie. But it's not really filler. It's more of like a side adventure that sparks up a massive sequence of events in the show. And the director is Dave Filoni here. But movie information, as far as that goes here, I'll go ahead and read this off. As more star systems get swept into the Clone Wars, the Valiant Jedi Knights struggle to maintain order. Anakin Skywalker and his Padawan learner Ahsoka Tana, Atano embark on a mission that brings them face-to-face with Jabba the Hutt. Plotting against the evil Count Dooku and his agent Asajj Ventress, who would ensure that the Jedis fail? Meanwhile, Yoda and Obi-Wan Kenobi lead the clone army against the forces of the dark side. And you get to see a lot of that camaraderie in, in this particular movie. Um, the brotherhood of the clones, the brotherhood of just the Jedi, the uh, the family of the Jedi, if you will. But, you know, you get to follow Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ahsoka Tano throughout this entire show. And it's just so fucking deep. I mean... It is. It gets. It gets there. I mean, there's a point in season six where Anakin's saying goodbye to to her and you know half of his regiment because they're going to Mandalore to fight. And little does any of those people know that they'll never see Anakin again. You know the the you know, he's going to be Vader. He's going to turn into a legitimate homicidal maniac. That's, you know, wreaking havoc in the galaxy. But that's just one of those things where, you know, if you are actually knowledgeable about the movies and some of the lore, then a lot of this would hit hard and differently to you. But other than the main story, the Skywalker story that they follow throughout all of Star Wars in a sense, um, I thought... You know, probably the second best thing to me about this show was the fact that we got to actually connect with the clone troopers, um, learn what the fuck they went through, uh, and you get like an actual kind of war vibe. You know, in the movie, I mean, they're charging down an open road, getting mowed down by massive amounts of battle droids and shit, but they're still going. I mean, there's scenes where, um, a Jedi uh, Master General Dai, his name is literally Dai, I mean, I think it's D-A-I, um, he had a little, I guess, group of clones, I don't know what regiment it was, but it was led by Captain Keeley, and they were on the planet Ryloth, and what was going on on this planet was the Separatists, which are the droid army, uh, was, was taking helm, taking control, destroying food, and just, you know, being the evil menaces that they are. 
So General Gen- General Jedi Master Dai and Captain Keeley, they literally created a last stand situation. And like in this last stand, the Jedi, you know, he sur- out survives all the clones, but like you get to see Captain Keeley like fight to the end. Commander Thorne, you see him fight to the end. You see Commander Cody, you see so many really cool clones that actually had a really big part in the Star Wars story, and then you finally get to see them brought to life, and, and they have individualism, they have their own personality traits, they, you know, they're not just copy and paste of one another, which is, that's what we got in the movie, and you know what, I get that, it's the first initial impression of the clones, but there's so many, so much more to the clone troopers than, than we give them credit for, and they were a massive part in a massive galactic war um, that spanned for, you know, gosh, probably close to, you know, 10, 15 years. Hundreds of Jedi died, thousands and millions of clones died. So, I mean, it's just, I, I'm glad that this was a story and stories that were told, and we get to see so much more than just the clone troopers. We actually get to learn more about the Force. We get to learn more about the actual Jedi, the Sith. They go so in-depth into the details of each thing, you know, the the dark, the light, the Force. They talk about all this in-depth, you know. Sometimes the, there will be an episode based around legitimately just trying to discover something or maybe a political arc. There's so many things about Star Wars that so many different types of people can enjoy because there's a lot of different things in this world, in this universe of Star Wars. So there's always something that I feel like I could always find and enjoy. And I think that could be said about anyone. I mean, there, this this franchise is so massive and so huge that, you know, it, there's so much content and so many characters, so much vibes, that there's obviously going to be one for you. And if you have not seen this show, or at least the TV movie, I recommend it. I recommend it thoroughly. Go on Disney+. Plus. Start watching this stuff in chronological order, and you, you might have, you know, your favorite franchise on your hands, you know, if it's not already. And it's already kind of a world-renowned and world-loved thing, and I know The Clone Wars has been big for a long, long time, but uh, I just finished Bad Batch Season 2, which that review will be coming up shortly as well, um, so I wanted to kind of briefly get get some context out there about, I guess, The Clone Wars franchise in totality. Uh, but the artwork is awesome. The voice acting is really good towards the later seasons. Um, it, it The thing that should capture you the most is the nostalgia of it. But if that doesn't, then the war and combat should. And if that doesn't, then the Jedis should. Then if that doesn't, if you're into the political aspect of, you know, fictional politics in a galactic empire type shit, you know, then there's stuff like that in there for you as well. If you're into assassins, bounty hunters, war, covert operations, whatever you're into, if you like the empire, if you like uh, the separatists, if you like the clones, if you like the republic, I mean, there's so many different things in this show. You get to see a young Saw Gerrera, you get to see some of the stuff that leads up to Star Wars Rebels, you get to see some of the stuff that leads up to Star Wars Bad Batch. You get to see stuff that leads up into even the fucking live-action Solo movie. I mean, there's so much really cool backstory and just juiciness to the story uh, in these shows that there's so much for everyone. And personally, I think my favorite part about the Star Wars The Clone Wars show, my favorite sequence or scene is when Sidious meets Darth Maul and Savage Opress. 
Savage Opress is probably my favorite Star Wars character, um, just because of how badass he is, bro. But um, if you guys have not seen that that, that scene, if no one out there has seen that scene, go look it up. It's fucking sick. Uh, I mean, Sidious goes in, but so does Maul, and so does Savage. But um, no, there's so many great aspects about the show. You want to learn more about the Mandalorians? There's tons of Mandalorian episodes in this. You want to learn more about Yoda? He has tons of story arcs in this. You want to learn about powerful Force wielders. Not Jedi or Sith, but Force wielders. Some would even argue the Force creator. Uh, There's a nice arc in this show for you as well. I believe it's in Season 5. So definitely check that out. Check out the whole show. Get lost in the sauce. Um... But uh, just one of those things I recommend. And out of 10, I'd give it a, I'd give it a 10. I'd give this show a 10 for me. Because of the Star Wars nostalgic value. But as well as just the animation, the storyline, and the dialogue. It's very well written. And it's very, very entertaining to me. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get lost in, or bored in this show. Like, I can watch it all the way through without taking a break. I can, I, can, I can vibe to it. And I think if you're out there and if you're a Star Wars fan or just genuinely an anime fan check this show out star wars the clone wars make sure you watch the the, the movie as well um just realize the the you know the animation did age a little bit from the 2000s but it gets better throughout the show um so just something to look out for but in my opinion i don't think that that warrants me to say that it's bad when it's actually a very very solid show with really good voice acting really good writing and really great visuals so that's one thing that i feel like if that's what makes you know a good anime to you then I would check it out, especially if it's Star Wars. I mean, come on, you gotta love it. But definitely watch all six seasons and the movie, um, and you'll and then you'll enjoy the Star Wars: The Clone Wars uh, series. Um, it builds up to some of the newer Star Wars live action movies, in my personal opinion. And if you ever just bored one summer and want to have a Star Wars marathon, you know, like there's so much content of Star Wars for you to watch and catch up on. And you also have to realize that in this show, they're drawing so many characters and events from this show and these new shows and these new live-action shows, like the the uh, Boba Fett show when Cad Bane came back. I mean, the Ahsoka show. You're going to need to watch The Clone Wars to know who Ahsoka is. You're, like, you're not just going to be able to hop into a live-action Ahsoka show, I mean, unless they do throwbacks and are pretty much doing a live-action Clone Wars, which I would love, but... I'm just saying, like, to be able to get some of this filler and, you know, some you know, fill some of the gaps in your Star Wars knowledge, I recommend watching this show. It's very good, very well written, and I just think that it's one of the more enjoyable shows of the past 20, 25 years. Especially, I would consider it as good as Pokemon. I mean, there's so much nostalgic value and just legitimate, just overall value to, to so many people about, you know, Star Wars. So, Definitely check out Star Wars The Clone Wars, the animated series, and make sure you guys are tuning into the rest of our reviews and stuff like that. Check out our Instagram and Twitter at Tea Time Reports. We are very up-to-date on content on there, uh, from sports to music to film. Uh, make sure you check that out for sure. Thank you very much. Take care.